Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I have two must-listen-to guests on the podcast today. First, we talk to Thunder Rosa, still your AEW Women's Champion. She talks about her injury, plus social media and dirt sheets. It's a must-listen to Thunder Rosa on the Busted Open Podcast. Also, we talk to WWE Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Right now, live on the line, Let's go out to our very own Thunder Rosa. Thunder, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are you? How are you? Well, I ordered what Tommy sent me to order from Amazon, <laughs> so I can start working on my back. Um, but I'm 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 not the, the best physically right now. I'm not gonna lie. I I was in a lot of pain yesterday, um, and one of the reasons why I call. Thank you for having me. I was I, I was gonna take the day off because you know it's a lot a lot has been happening in the last couple of weeks and um, unfortunately like I'm gonna be out of commission. I don't know for how long yet um, for a couple months probably. Um, I have a problem with my back uh, and yesterday I was trying to be strong, but honestly I I mean and and, and Tommy you can say like back problems are not easy. Some days they're good, some days are not, and yesterday was not a good day. I was not a good day, and I was in a lot of pain. So um, right now I'm laying in my bed. I can even be on my computer you know, doing the show, and I'm in a lot of pain. So, uh, yeah, I can't feel my leg. <laughs> um, yeah. Listen, uh, that's why when I, I text you when I heard about it, because and anyone who's dealt with back pains, like there's times like you cannot get out of bed. Normally for myself, every two years, I have a two day thing where I cannot move. And when I also tell you, Dave, you can't get up to use the restroom. You can't like your body almost shuts down and it hurts to cough. It hurts to turn. I mean, we've all have back issues, but then you have to talk about someone who's trained in real fighting as well as, you know, professional wrestling and taking bumps and makes their money with their body. And when like, you, you know, she just said, Hey, I can't feel my legs. Uh, Hornswoggle just had another surgery on his back. Um, the other day because he had pins and needles and he can no longer feel his feet, Ugh. but yet you're still trying to walk. 
So this is something that all wrestlers go through. This is something that all people go through, but when there's, there's times where, you know, your body just, it can't take it anymore because of the wear and tear. We call it our bump card. Um, I feel that Thunder Rosa has a lot more bumps in her bump card, but you know, and also what I told her, Hey, like, cause I see how she works out. You got to stop deadlifting it out. You got to stop doing squats. These are all things that put pressure on your spine as you get older. And she's in amazing shape. She's an amazing competitor, but this is the shitty part of our industry. And then it's also when I talk about quality of life. Yes. And, um, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I am taking time off. Um, and I want to clear the air. This is not fake. This is not a work. I am not comparing, uh, injuries with injuries. If I can fucking walk, I can fucking walk. I'm sorry. You know? And, and like, my, my doctor, Dr. Phantom, he didn't clear me to wrestle. And I'm not clear to wrestle. It's not that I don't want to do a match on Sunday. I can't walk. And, um, and it's, it's a shame that, uh, we're like, we were talking last week about how everybody wants to hear the dirt and everything. It's a shame that this is being put on social media, not only because it discredits me as an, as, as an athlete, but it also discredits me as a wrestler. Because I'm sorry, guys. I want to walk when I'm 40. I want to have kids at one point in my life. And I have the, I, and I have the right to say, no, I, I can't walk. I can't do it. I'm in my whole right. Because I don't want to have surgery. I, wanna, I don't want to have surgery. And if we keep doing this, and you know, you know this, Tommy, if we keep going through the pain and everything, then I'm going to be out for longer. So I don't want to do that. And another thing, stop reading the dirt sheets, guys. Not everything that is being said is true. Like, seriously. And that's why I'm here, and I'm going to clear the air. If anybody has a problem with me, anyone, you can call Busted Open, you can call my number, you can tell me in my face. I don't hide from my problems. I don't run from my problems. You can talk to me. My door is open. And that goes for anybody. And I have taken accountability with things that happened. And we have talked to it and busted open. I've talked to it with people. And that's the type of person that I am. I'm a straightforward person. Some people don't like that. And some people are scared of that. But I'm not. I'm a trained fighter. I don't run away from shit. So stop reading stupid shit online. That's all I have to say about that. But um, And I'm... You know, I'm glad you're yeah, addressing it, Thunder, because I, I feel terrible because I know how much you love what you do. And I know I know how much you love being on this show. And, you know, social media and, and like you were saying, the dirt sheets, a lot of that that's out there. How do you know this? How do people know this? They're not there. They're hearing stories from one person being passed on to another, being passed on to another. And just one tweet or one article on social media is going to make people view somebody in a completely different light. So I'm glad that you're coming on the air today to kind of, to kind of clear no, the air, so to David, speak. I'm going to, I'm going to clear it. And then it's, it's just, like I said, I'm my conscience is clear. I know, I know what I'm all about. I'm a straightforward person, you know, and I'm going to say it again. If there's any problems of any kind with people, whatever these people are saying or whatever, they can contact me. They can contact, you know, AEW and they can clear the air with them. You know, there's a protocol that needs to be followed. 
you know? People need to respect the company in general. I respect AEW. I represent. And by the way, another thing, I'm still the champion. I am still the AEW Women's World Champion. And when I come back, and whoever is going to be the champion, if you thought, if you thought you're going to get rid of me, <laughs> you're not. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get better and I'm gonna get stronger because this is the time that I'm gonna focus and I'm and I'm telling you, David, I'm telling you, and I'm not gonna talk about it when I return to um, Busted Open next week. You guys are gonna see a transformation, physically, spiritual, and mental, and and everything. The thunder that you guys saw last week is not gonna be the thunder that you're gonna see when I come back on the ring. It's gonna be a full 360 transformation. And again, my door is open. And I, it's not as open for people that want to get the dirt. Because I am not going to put them on the dirt sheet. That's not how you do things. Thunder, listen, um, I had posted something on my Instagram of me taking a belly, over-the-top belly-to-belly suplex from Taz. And I noticed I was wearing a walking boot because I had broken my heel. And yes. somebody, and, I, and I, again, I used to pride myself on... Uh, man, I'm tough. I didn't miss shows. I was stupid. And also back then in ECW, we didn't have a doctor to tell us we are not medically cleared to wrestle. And this is also before the time of concussions, all that stuff. But there was, if you like, you go back and you watch that stuff in ECW, I, I should never have been medically cleared to go out there and do it. But I did it because there was nobody telling me not to. And well, you know what? You know what, Tommy? I was going to do the same thing. I remember yes. I, I was feeling a certain way. This, this is recent. Like, this is recently because uh, in the months prior, I was wrestled injured. Like, I couldn't feel my leg, my right. That was the right one. And I went out there for like five months and taped up and everything. And yep. there's pictures with my hands completely taped up. But this one, I, I told my, my trainer, my physical trainer, I was like, I've been working with him for a whole year. I was like, dude, I can't feel my leg. What's going on? And he's like, Melissa, that's not normal. And if that would have been me probably two, three years ago, I wouldn't have said anything. And I would just would have kept going. But then it started getting worse and worse and worse. You know, so I was just like, well, you know, if I don't, if I don't do this, like, you know, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm telling you, I just found out what it was on Monday. So it was super sudden. So it's like it was it's an injury that I already sustained and um in my last match because I they sent I usually I never do like uh cold ice baths after matches, but I couldn't walk right after my match. Right? And they sent me to get a, a you know it was it was painful. It was very painful. I, my back was bruised afterwards, you know, and I walked it off. It was like, Oh, I'm gonna be fine. But it got worse. You know, so it's like, it is, it is really terrible. Again, um, the fact that, um, I've been scrutinized for, for an injury and I haven't, and I'm like trying to like rub my mind and, and, and ask myself, am I the only one who's being scrutinized for an injury? It's, I haven't heard anybody else. None of my peers got scrutinized when they, when they announced that they were injured, but they did it to me. And I was just like, wow, like, you know, this, this kind of, this kind of funny, you know? And, um, and, and whoever's doing that, like, that's not cool. And, that's not cool. And, and Well, and, it's and, attacking a person when they are down. Yeah. And exactly. whoever, whatever haters you're going to have, it, it gives the people the opportunity. 
Um, my whole thing too is like when I'm talking about the past and when I'm talking about the current, you're, you're, we know how AEW changed your life. Um, we know you yeah. becoming the champion changed your life. I know the pride that you have for the company. And it's like, what I'm saying is I've also seen the result. I'm a 50 year old wrestler. That's still wrestling. I never took drugs. I never drank. And I see people that I are younger than me. I don't want to see wrestlers get involved because they were working hurt with pain addiction and self-medicating. There's all these other spiraling things because, Hey, they had to go out there and perform um, under these circumstances. And what to do? Well, if you take pain pills, guess what? You're not going to feel the pain, but it's not no, helping the pain. No, it's not. And, and believe me, yesterday I was like going nuts. I'm like, I just want you to take, I literally just, I had so much pain. I just went to sleep because I'm not going to use painkillers. I refuse. I refuse to use painkillers. I want to be present. You know, yep. I want to celebrate my, my, my kid's birthday this weekend. Because I haven't celebrated my kid's birthday in three years. And I don't want to be drugged up to function. If I'm in pain, I'm in pain. You know? There's a lot of things. Like, again, the perception can be like, yeah, let's attack whatever. But they, they don't know what's behind the curtain. You know? They don't I know, remember like, getting the, cortisone shots and then going to another doctor. Oh. And he's like, well, how many cortisone shots have you had? I was like, I don't know, 40? And this guy looked at me like, what? And I was like, yeah, I probably but, have about 40. I've had an epidural. Yeah. I've had cushions put in my spine. And he was just like, you know, you're probably supposed to have like five cortisone shots in your body for your entire life. Wow. And I was maybe 35 when this was happening. No, and he that's was like, lot. that's not good for your bones. And I was like, eh, well. No. No, but, not. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's, it's rough because I'm, I'm just like you. I don't want to be drunk. I don't want to use you know, drugs. I don't want to be high. I want, I want to have a good quality of life. And this is a thing that we like have to like reeducate people. It is okay to take some time off when you are, like I said, I'm very thankful. And I continue to say, and that's why I defend the company so much because they're taking care of me. And this is what's happening. You know, I'm, I'm injured. I don't know for how long. And if they if you guys have any questions, call Dr. Sampson. He can tell you within, within protocol, you know, those are the people that will be able to tell you. But to speculate things like that, it's completely uncalled for and unfair and absolutely disgusting. It, it disgusting. is. It is disgusting. And, and I feel terrible because when it comes to an injury or it comes to somebody's health, you should never question anything. And half the people who are questioning have no idea what they're talking about, have never been, you know, an athlete to be able to speak on that either, which is, you know, another point to make. But Thunder, you know, and obviously you and I are friends. I've known you for a long time. Tommy as well. Tommy and you are friends, has known you for a long time. You know, we've known how much you've given to this business. We know how much that you have been able to capture a dream that you never thought you'd be able to. And we also know about what you've done for this business, like with Mission Pro Wrestling, what you've done for women's wrestling, how many people from Mission Pro Wrestling has gotten an opportunity on AEW TV because of you. Like you have done a lot for pro wrestling over these last few years, especially what you've been able to do since being signed with AEW and then becoming champion. Like I really feel bad that 
you've had to like get all this criticism over the last few days and that you've had to deal with this at a time when you should be focused and concentrating on your health. So as a fan but, of yours and as a friend, I'm sorry that you've had to deal with this. But then that's why I wanted to, I wanted to clear the air, you know, and I, and again, I have, I have said my sorries with people. I have said my sorries and, and, and you know, apologize and made amends because that's what you do. And I've taken accountability of the things that I've done wrong. But this is beyond, this is beyond me doing something, you know. It's like I, I got injured and I did not blame anybody because it's wrestling and it happens. Accidents happen. I don't have to blame anybody. It, I, it might have happened, you know, way before and I just noticed now that I'm, that I'm hurt, you know. And again, I want to thank you know AEW family and like and 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 the medical because they're the ones who who you know I text them at three in the morning with with questions and they have been able to answer and and now I got an answer and I know what's wrong with me, you know, but um, but for people to continue to do that is it, again and to discredit my 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 abilities, my career, and, and my persona, my my person, it's it's. I, I'm not cool with that, and I'm just going to be completely honest, right? Um, because, again, I've, I've taken accountability of what I've taken accountability. I've done what I need to do, and, 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 um, and again, I'm taking time off because I need to take time off. Um, if I didn't know what was wrong, I probably would have had the match. But, I, you know, like you said, there's the physical things that I have that I have to take care of. And, um, and again, um, Respect AEW. I'm looking and talking to a, a woman who a company changed her life. She's going into their biggest pay-per-view uh, and due to an injury, she can't be there. And, and we didn't really discuss about this. That guts a person. That kills oh, a person. To, I also want, know how much she wants happened? and she's had a match of the year already. I mean, and, for me, when I, when I got there on Wednesday, because the news got to me on Tuesday by another right. doctor. When I got there on Wednesday to the medical, I told Josh, my, my, my PT, I was like, it just hit me that as a champion, I am not going to be able to be in one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year. As a champion, as a champion, that I can defend my championship, that I can physically have a match that I want to have, that I've been working all my life to have moments like this. Listen, I, it I get it. It hurts. Yep. We had really Serena Deeb on it here, really and hurt. Serena says, my first ever pay-per-view in my career. Like, think of that. What the, these things mean to us as performers. And to attack a person, man. Like, And another thing that I talk about with health, it's also your mental health. And there's so, I mean, again, I'm frigging crying because I'm hearing my friend be upset. Because I... I would kill to be in her spot. I would kill to be on any pay-per-view because that's the competitor that I still am. And I know what she's going through. So just please think about that and think about when you see stuff online, because they are very, very real human beings that they're also in physical pain and then the mental pain, because it's a whole lot. I remember literally crying in my bed because I didn't want to tell Beulah I have to use the bathroom and I can't get out of bed. And how is this woman who's not even my wife going to like help me? And I was 28 years old with a broken neck and a broken back and thinking my career and life was over. 
So these are very, very real things. And I'm sorry you're going through this, but I know uh, the setback is, is that's what it is, a setback. But I also know you're going to have a comeback and you have to do what's right for you mentally and physically. And then we'll see a stronger and better. And you're still the champ. So you got at least one more match, brother. Yeah, brother. But again, it's like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, tell, I'm telling you, it's like, I am blessed that I work in a place where they understand yep. that you cannot do things that way. And, and, and it's better. Like I said, I, I talked to a couple of people that have, that have been seriously injured. And they were like, I'm glad that you're taking time off because if you don't, like, look what happened to me. It, I took five, six years because I was completely broken. But again, again, some people, they just, I, in, in this situation, this, this is what happened. And uh, again, I just want to clear the air and I want to thank everybody. I want to thank the nation for, for, uh, for being supportive, uh, everybody in AEW and the fans and uh, the friends that have called me. It, may, it meant a lot. It really, it really did mean, mean a lot. And, um, and I am, I'm going to work my hardest to, uh, to be better than where I was when I, when I left. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. If you missed anything this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio, I got you covered. It's Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we play back the best clips of the week and recap in a way you have never heard before. It's a roast like no other, and no one is safe. Not Mad Dog, not anyone. This is a Morning After walk of shame you actually won't regret. You can find Mike Babchick's Morning After on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. Beth, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we appreciate it. So much to get into because, you know, we actually talked about you coming on before what happened this past Monday night on Raw. I, I guess, and you could probably say this about your husband as well, like when it's, you know, it's like Al Pacino in Godfather 3. Once you're out, you think, you know, you're out, you get back, dragged back in again, huh? Yeah. I mean, like, this is like, this is like national Adam Copeland week with this documentary airing and like the rivalries thing. I'm just like, Adam, like everyone is going to be so sick of you because <laughs> like, we just, it's been a lot of content this week, but you know, yeah, it's the same thing. Like Tommy always told me, it's like, there's like a little bit of mafia involved in pro wrestling. Like when I remember I came back for like commentary or something like they gotcha, they gotcha. But it's like, you know, it's, it's in our blood. It's not like, you know, we ever wanted to do anything else. So it's a gift to be able to come back and participate. And, you know, if it's a one-off or if it's a long-term, like we're, we're all always excited to do what we love. Like, this is what we love. And these opportunities, especially at this age, they're very rare. 
So, um, yeah, it was super exciting to be there to, to watch Adam. And I'm, I'm actually there for all of Adam's matches, just not typically on camera. I, I always sit in, in the front row, like kind of hidden. And, um, it's just been a wonderful part of this comeback that I just, I don't want to miss a single match. There's not a lot of them. And so I can't get to every raw, obviously to watch him do all his segments, but when there's a match and especially a special one in Toronto, which is very sentimental to both of us, like I'm not going to miss it. I think that's cool in the support. My favorite thing about, I guess, with you and all these appearances, it's you've been doing this kind of on your own terms because I was there for the struggle. And now it's like for you, it's like I, I look at it like, sure, I'm there. I'll do it. Uh, as opposed to when I was part of the struggle and saw the struggle and like you so wanted it. And now it's just like they want you more than ever. And it's like, but you have other, like you've grown and you have so much more other responsibilities, but like just what you said, you're also there to support your husband. You're a big WWE fan as well. And it's just like all the stars have aligned in your life, like professionally, which I just love. Yeah. I mean, this is, this was, I mean, Tommy, you know, this, this was like what we dreamed of, like for the women, like Mickey and me and Jillian and all the women that were kind of like running mates of mine in that same era. Um, we dreamed of like being able to be featured like the men and just getting opportunities. Like I, I can't even tell you, like it is not lost on me. The fact that Monday night raw went off the air with myself and my husband in the ring, the main event spot. And I was telling Adam this too, when we were doing the Royal rumble, I'm like, I know this is now our audience is accustomed to it. Thank God it should be. But like, that was an outstanding achievement. Like it's, that was as big as winning a title, like being featured in the main event because our audience views it as an honor, a privilege. You know, you're one of the, the, the golden circle that is important enough to wrap up the show as is kicking off the show. And so it, it's just been really awesome to kind of dip my toe in here and there and get to reap, you know, these awesome benefits of the work that so many girls before me have done and all the generations past, like, I feel like I'm just getting to kind of enjoy this awesome moment in the sun. But, you know, the bigger story is like my husband getting to wrestle yeah. at 48 years old after this right. huge injury. And, um, you know, we've made peace with like what we had is and these amazing careers in the past that that's done. And we're just trying to figure out life now as parents and he wants to act. And, you know, we're, we're just trying to figure all that out. Um, so it's been awesome to kind of like, just kind of jump back in the pool now that the landscape's so different for the women. Yeah. When I saw that t-shirt of that they made and like he had put it on and I was like, that is just an amazing story. Uh, Cause I mean, I I'm, I'm so close with him. I know his story, but like, that's what, when they say like, that's what you dream of. And then it comes true. And then it's also for somebody like, cause I mean, you know what he's, gone through you know like when he sometimes can't get out of bed I've been there too with him uh and it's just you see this and you love this person and it's just like wow at at the end of the day was it all worth it yes it was and you know Tommy because I know we share a lot about our daughters and stuff like that I, I know like there's this concept and I think when you get to a point in your life being a little bit older you get more perspective things when I get to do stuff, it's amazing. Like I am lit up from the inside out. Like it is, it's my happiness. It's my childhood dream, but it's nothing compared to seeing the ones you love succeed and, and just truly like, 
like I, it's hard for me to describe. Like I, I hate, I hate to be the one that's like crying all the time on all these documentaries. And like, I'm like, Adam, like I am like a blubbering mess all the time. I'm sitting ringside crying, whether I'm on camera or not, because I just know how fleeting it is. And I know how much it means to him, especially being in Toronto. That's where it all started for, for both of us, essentially, like in different paths. Right. So there's just a lot of sentimentality to it. And I'm so proud and just so happy to see him get to write his final chapter. It's hard as a performer to have that ripped away from you, not get to do it on your own terms, no matter what that looks like, you know, even if it's like a, I don't know, it's a match in front of 10 people, but if you're, if it's done your way, like, well, you know, Sinatra says like there's some, I feel like there's more peace. We just saw that with like Rick. I think there's more peace awarded to you when you can write your finish. And, and no matter how much Adam like made, you know, made his own way after the first retirement, I still think there was a restlessness that deserved to be answered. And, um, and we just, we never thought that was possible. So I'm just so joyous for him. And also he's kicking ass. Like, I don't know how he's doing it. Like people ask me all the time, like, how is he performing like at this level? I don't know. He's just, he's just a different animal. different breed. You could actually make a movie just based on what he's been able to do since he's come back. You think about the, the Royal Rumble moment and for in front of 50,000 fans, which is one of the greatest Royal Rumble moments of all time. And then you look at the pandemic hitting and then having those series of matches with Randy Orton in front of, you know, no fans. And then, you know, having that match with AJ Styles at WrestleMania and then this A&E bio. And now everything. it's, it's pretty insane when you think about it, about what he's been able to do just in these last few years since his comeback. Yeah, you know, um, before the Royal Rumble comeback, we had so many emotions. I mean, I was terrified, just terrified because, and of course, like when he gets in the ring, he's, you know, taking giant bumps, like the, right off the bat. Like, so I, I mean, I just didn't know what to, what to expect. We'd done preparation at home, but it's different in front of the crowd of 44,000 people. And I remember a couple nights before we left to go to for that event. And, you know, everything was super sneaky at that time. We were like, he had a chartered flight, like, and was kept in a shroud, like a druid. Um, we watched Rocky Balboa, like the, the, um, the Rocky movie that like Stallone did. It was like his last run. And in the movie, Rocky talks about the stuff in the basement. And we just, we just bawled our eyes out because we, it resonated with us so much. Like there's that stuff in the basement. And I just felt like Adam losing his mom, like that kind of just reignited that. Like it was his way of he needing to heal and grief through this thing that was so important to him. And he lost and he can't get his mom back, but he could, he could get this back. I don't know how the hell he got it back myself, but he could, like he manifested it. He just made it happen. And um, so we just, we just talked about, we just, you know, we always talk about that, the stuff in the basement and just needing to get that out to really find, you know, happiness. I mean, he's always happy. Don't you guys know that, but um, you know, there's something in a fighter that it's, it's just, it's hard to extinguish. It's always there. And um, so I'm, so those, all of these milestones that he's, you know, the pandemic was tough because here was this incredible comeback story. And then it was kind of like, taken away in a sense that he didn't get to enjoy these reactions. So we have to go on Twitter to be like, Did it, you know, what, what are people thinking? And, and just kind of get the reactions thir- secondhand, third hand. Um, there's nothing like our live WWE crowds, him at, on acting sets, you know, it's awesome. But the, the feedback is much delayed years sometimes from when you film it. 
but in the, in the live sense, there's just nothing like it. So again, one of my favorite things is getting to see him enjoy the magic of the squared circle with a live audience. there, connecting with those emotions. There's so much about your own personal success story. And I'm, I'm so happy about everything I see in here. And like when I share stuff that I only share with like literally you and him, it's because I love you guys so much. And I get reflective as can be, but you're my greatest success story. And I just want that on the record. Oh, Tommy. Okay. So here I go crying again. My God. Like everyone's like, what happened to the Glamazon? She's a blood blithering mess, but I got to be hardcore. Let me blade. Hang yeah, on. I know. I got to go hit my head. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I've, I've said it in my hall of fame speech. I said it, you know, Tommy, I, there is no opportunity for me without you opening the door first and believing in me. And, and, and every opportunity since has been because I have amazing people supporting me. You right. know, like I, there's, there's no, you know, album, there's no nothing, you know, there's no nice things. These, these things I get to share with the world that are like big parts of my heart. That doesn't exist if I don't have awesome people. Like even, you know, I, I approached WWE about like, I, I have this like I, hobby that I've done since I was a kid. Like, can I do an album? They're like, yep, that's it. <laughs> you know, they're like, so, <laughs> so I, I wrote it and everything. And like so many people just reached out to help me. And um, the process was amazing. And it's, I have no delusions that I'm going to be a musician. I, I'm a wrestler. I know that, but I just, you know, I've loved that in today's world, the wrestlers are such talented, creative people. It's like pouring out of us. Like Bianca Belair is like sewing her own costumes. Like she's an incredible seamstress. And these types of talents, I feel like would be kind of hidden in favor of like, we got to keep these rough exteriors. And I just love that now we can share these parts of our lives. We're parents, you know, it's, you don't have to be ashamed anymore to be a mother. Right. And, um, you know, the, like, not that everyone was ashamed, but it was just kind of a part of us. We kept private, you know, if, if we had, um, a, a relationships private. Yeah, very much. So like in the beginning I was, you had to, we, well, because you're, you know, you want to keep your marketability on screen, especially as a woman, as being yeah. a people and, and, you know, like for people to look at you a certain way, like, you know, the Glamazon was never as marketable or the Glamma mom is not as marketable as Glamazon at what point. But nowadays people want to get to know us as, as, as human beings too. So I think that's awesome. And I just want to say something real quick about the, um, so uh, the getting in shape thing. Moms have an incredible amount of pressure. Moms are the real superheroes. Um, but I think the pressure is also related to like, you got to snap back instantly. And if you don't, it'll never happen. Like I struggled. I had two C-sections with both children. And um, so I, you know, it's a, it's a process of healing and you have to be kind and gentle to yourself, which is hard when you have these little people. And so, uh, you know, I'm 41, which is really a challenging time to decide, like, I, I want to try to get in shape again. Um, but I saw my husband have this transformation and he said to me something that really resonated. And I just want to share it. He said, the reason he got back in shape was because he did it for the right reasons. He did it for himself. And I realized in myself, I'm like, if I got in shape, it was always like, I got a match coming up or I've got a wedding coming up or I've got, it was for something else, an event or something like, or I want to, you know, I want to put this picture out that will, you know, show everybody I'm still in shape. It was for the wrong reasons. And this time, like, I just have slowly been gentle and kind to myself and being like, I want to get in shape because being strong is part of me and my identity and I want to feel healthy. And so I've been trying to just like, you know, invest 
in, in my health. And again, I want to be here a long time for my kids too. So um, I just want to share with moms that the right reason to do it is for yourself. And it doesn't make you less of a mom to not give all of yourself to your kids. It actually makes you a better mom because you're a role model for them on how to take care of themselves and be kind to themselves. So I just wanted to share that. We've obviously talked a lot about your husband, but I do want to talk about you because, you know, you're in the Hall of Fame. And I think for for the right reasons, which is you're a pioneer. And, you know, when you were wrestling, it was that Divas Championship. It was that Divas time in the WWE. But I think because of you, a lot of people in that company, a lot of fans look at women's wrestling in a completely different way. And I think it's largely in part of what you were able to do in your career. Do you almost wish that, you know, you went a little bit longer because you look at that new era of women's wrestling in the WWE, you're a pioneer, but it's really thriving right now in pro wrestling. Well, first of all, I didn't wrestle myself. I wrestled a lot of really talented and giving women. And I feel like the women that were like the divas label was like kind of a, at times derogatory. Um, but those women were so giving to me, they, you know, I'm not a super destroyer if I don't have them selling for me. So I, it, it was us as a team, a group. And, um, you know, I, I think, um, I think that sometimes I was used in the center of the circle, you know, like, and I would rotate a lot with my dance partners, um, just because of the nature of the landscape at the time I had the most experience. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I definitely, at the time that I left, I felt like I had done all I could do. And I, I saw this new crop of women coming up. There was a Caitlin, there was an AJ Lee, there was, you know, there was some real change happening, but I was really tired and I was really, um, I was disappointed kind of like that, it, that I didn't see the change right in front of me. And Adam always said to me, like, that change doesn't happen instantly. Like it's going to take years and years and years. And, um, and I, I also had a deep desire to have kids. I wanted to have a family and was with a man that wanted those same things. So you know, for me, the timing was right for me to step out. Now, because I stepped out quite young, I was 31, you know, which is a lot of times nowadays for the women, when your career starts rolling, it's great. Um, things have changed. What, what the audience expects from the women has changed. We're not based solely on our looks anymore. So I, you know, in this, you know, eight years or whatever that since I had children and I, you know, I was in a different stage in my life, lots changed. And I love seeing this group of women succeed. That was one of my favorite parts about being in NXT. Like my commentary role, I, I struggled with, you know, I, I did my best, but at times I was, it was shaky at best. But what I did love was that I got to like get a firsthand look at who's coming, who's, who's pushing, who's creative, who's got some, the it, who's special. And so I got like the inside track on the Bianca Belairs and the Rhea Ripley's and the Piper Nivens and you know, these women that were going to come up and shake things up. And I got to see it from the best seat in the house. And um, I mean, I remember seeing Bianca and being like, oh my God, like this, this is the total package. This woman is unlike anybody that we've ever had before and just really, really special. And, and then what's also been really close cool, telling Adam this too, I got to put over Bailey, Pam, um, because when we were at the show on Monday, I had an opportunity to catch up with her. I'm very happy to see her back in the mix and shining and thriving. But I, we had a nice conversation where I really 
saw her stand out as a leader. She's really interested in helping the other women around her and really giving Dakota Kai, Eosky, this, um, this platform to shine like she knows they can. And I'm like seeing this really young generation with this like emotional intelligence already, just wanting to give back and change the business, but still Bailey's such a fan. So she's bringing all of these like, you know, she's been a fan since she was a kid. She's still bringing all of these old school, um, you know, uh, I don't know, flavor, culture, whatever it is, but at the same time, really kind of helping influence even the new up, up and coming girls. Um, so I just, I love seeing that. I love coming back and seeing where the locker room is. And, um, and, and it's, it's makes me very, very proud to see the women featured in such a great way. And the audience isn't batting an eye anymore. It's not like, wait, are we cheering? Is this the bathroom break? You know, like there was a lot of negative talk about the girls. So um, I, I'm so happy to see them featured like they should be. Phoenix, real quick, uh, you and Rhea Ripley, are we going to see a match? I mean, you, this is the answer everyone hates, you know, like, <laughs> I have to see. <laughs> I don't you. know, you know, like with wrestling, it's like, I take it one day at a time. Everything changes. Anything can happen. Um, I think, again, I feel like that's a young lady that I have loved watching grow. And I have loved watching flourish and thrive. And, you know, Adam's promo was a shoot. The intention in, in having Rhea, Damian Priest, and Finn Balor from the start was to give three talent that deserve to be at the top of the heap that platform. But they also have to shine on the platform. We saw Damian Priest kick ass on Monday, you know, and we saw Rhea Ripley. She's standing out and stepping up like she deserves. And, um, but I'm not really happy about the ball shot. Like I want to say nice things, but that pretty, that really pissed me off. So <laughs> I hold a grudge deep in my heart and whether or not I get to exact some revenge remains to be seen, but I'd love to see that happen. Busted open as part of the Sirius XM sports podcast network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.